what's up everybody welcome back to negro please radio i'm your host chris allen how's everybody doing happy friday people another week down did you have a good week did you win was it did you did you win this week i i didn't win this week i don't think i think i lost uh in several ways but i mean it's friday it's nice out and damn it it is uh shit it's basically august isn't that crazy? I was just talking to my boy the other day. He goes, man, you realize in two months it's basically just going to be fall again. And I was like, damn, he's right, man. I didn't even think about that. I mean, he's going back to school in just under two weeks. I mean, it is. It's August, man. We but man, that's, that's crazy. It just went by. Now I feel like a piece of shit because uh, I love, I'm a huge Bill Burr fan and he would always open his podcast and basically do this weird, annoying voice like, oh my God, I can't believe that it's almost August. Where'd the time go? And I just did that. So thank you, Bill Burr, for making me feel like a piece of shit. Um, yeah, he's going to be a fourth grader, man. I got a fourth grader. We have a fourth grader. It's pretty crazy. Yeah, after next, this little dude will be in middle school, man. That is wild. It flies by. It really does. Um, <clears throat> but um, as usual, off the top, I want to take the time out to thank each and every last one of you guys for tuning in, downloading, streaming. However you taking my podcast, I appreciate it. Thank you so much. And if you saw me in the last couple of weeks, welcome. If I saw you at the D.C. Improv or out in Toledo or wherever, you just happen to find me on social media. What's up, man? Ladies, people, they, them, she, her, her, he, Shim Sham, all of it. Sham, that's not a thing. Sorry. Shim. Wow, man. A lot of things to talk about today. Um, I'll jump right in. Uh, I'll start with my milestone. For those who don't know, we have a oh, soon-to-be nine-year-old son. His name was Miles. And um, I usually like to, I like to talk about the things that are going on in his life. Sometimes it's big. Sometimes it's small. Sometimes it's nothing. And we're still just chilling man he's he's watching games and building his levels and uh we're riding bikes a little bit going on walks uh throwing a football around you know stuff like that now he, he's really not an outdoor kid man the moment we get outside he is slapping and ducking and diving and like what's that this is hot and uh yeah he's a nerdy kid he's an indoor kid but i, I get him out and uh, I think eventually he will play sports because he's he's very well coordinated. He can catch, throw, hit a ball. You know, he, he likes to run and all that kind of stuff. It's just right now where we live at, it's not a lot of kids, um, especially other, other – I think he's the only boy his age on the street. Our neighbors across the street, they have a couple of little boys, but uh, they don't um, – they, uh, yeah, they're different. They don't They don't come out as much. And uh, they're 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 a little a couple years younger than him, so and uh, yeah, they're just different kids. They're I think they're also more indoor kids, but outdoor. <laughs> yeah, it's nothing. <laughs> it's hard to explain. It's hard to explain. Um, but uh, yeah, so I'm working on getting him this computer. He really wants this gaming computer, which I'm even excited about. It's just. I'm just worried about getting all the uh, all the stuff on there for him, you know, all the uh, programs to build these uh, ROM hacks and stuff. And I I just don't know. I just in the I just see my my future is teaching myself how to use this lunar magic to a very crude degree, 
and then watching him blast off and do this shit so easily. Um, but I, I can't even I can't even be mad. At, I would be the same way. He 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 can't wait, and I know he's just gonna be on that thing night and day, asking a lot of questions. And I I don't know, so I'm nervous. I had a, a few people say they would help me out, uh, getting all this stuff, um, downloaded, uploaded, unpacked. It's like moving a car. I mean, a house. You gotta uh, you gotta what? Download, upload, unpack shit. You gotta, yeah. Sounds like we yeah, are moving. You gotta put everything in a box. You gotta unpack the box. You gotta move the boxes. Put them in the right. Even that gave, gives me anxiety, man. Just uploading software <laughs> and shit, setting shit up on a computer gives me anxiety. Just thinking about it, because it's always one little fucking thing you did wrong. You didn't open this thing at the right time, and you, you had to open this one first, and. I love anticipating problems. That's you know what I noticed. That is my problem. <laughs> Most of my problems come from me anticipating a problem, and I create it in my head, and it hasn't even happened yet. I'm pretty sure lunar magic is very easy to use. Oh, God, I know that's not the case, <laughs> but we're excited. Um, I, I'll say this and move on. I am really impressed at the stuff that he is starting to build. Man, it, it's crazy. I, I've talked about this before. Just to watch him from the beginning, just start just messing around, even on Minecraft, just building little things, and to watch him uh, to start to build more sophisticated traps and and um, just structures. Uh, he's really into the troll levels now. And a lot of these these creators, man, they come up with these really um, elaborate little uh, like uh, contraptions to to trap people and to to get certain things to fall. Uh, um, from like above or come from uh, the bottom of the screen. Just the stuff they have to build off screen to get these little machines to work, to get a cheap, cheap to fall out of a cannon or some shit like that. It's uh, it's pretty impressive. And um, yeah, he's um he's 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 watching what those guys do and he's copying it. He doesn't know how they do it exactly, but he knows the mechanics of how a, a lot of the other um machines or you know whatever you want to call them how they work and he, he learns how to put those together to go oh if i use this and this and this i can make this thing do that and that's that's fun to watch him do that and uh, it's really cool seeing the the fin finished product because a lot of times he'll show me like these levels that he's sometimes I'm, i think he's just playing one that he uh he found like on the uh on the on the on the network but now i say i'll go did you make this he go yeah i built this and it looks just like all these, if you want to call them professional uh, creators, levels, man, with all the indicators and the Carl boxes, and the, uh, it's really impressive. Uh, I'm, I'm proud of them, and this is definitely a skill and a passion I want to foster. I, I have to look into these coding camps. He might not want to stay overnight, but I definitely need to find like a daytime camp for him to go to. But because this has been the constant, like once he's learned, once he figured out, like, oh, there's games out there where I can build my own game, it was over, man. The moment he got, I showed him the editor and, um, and Geometry Dash, it was over. He His face lit up, and that's all he's been doing. And, and that's the thing. It might s switch around. Like, one one month it may be, it may be Minecraft that he's on 24-7. Then it's Geometry Dash. Then it's back to Mario. 
But that is the common thread. He likes to build. He likes to edit. He likes to um, create his own stuff. And um, I gotta, I gotta make sure that it's fostered and that we um, really uh, nurture it and help it grow. That uh, desire to want to do that. Um, it was funny the other night. I'm, I'm working on a project that I'm writing on. That I'm writing myself, not on. So I'm working on that. My wife is working on this this fashion show that she has in town here coming up at the end of August. Um, you know, she also likes to write and she was on her laptop working on that. I'm working on my thing. And here he is. He was building a level. And I was like, you know what? <clears throat> People would probably, if there was a camera set up, they would go, look at this. Look at this family, man. Everybody is on a device. No one's talking. The TV's on. But the thing is, it's like we're all at that moment creating something that hit me because I, I've, I get I get in my head so much because that thought crossed my mind. I was like, man, my wife is in the the front room. She's what got the TV going, watching her own thing. She's doing something on the computer. Here he is. He's got his game out. I'm on my laptop doing stuff. I was like, man, we should be in one room together and doing this, that, and the third. I'm like, man, wait a minute. I was like, she's being creative. I'm being creative, and he's being creative. I was like, this is completely fine. We're all together. We're all under the same roof right now. Um, we not we might not be speaking at the moment, but we're with each other, and we're using a talent, or we're using our brains to create, and we're doing it all together, but yet separately, and that made me feel a lot better. I know people. Some people are probably like fucking get me this is this is weird but that's how i felt um yeah man it's just to see because I, I honestly i spoke to somebody about this this uh, not too long ago i don't really see myself as a creative person i don't know why i just don't my wife is the way she can put her outfits together the way she uh she's a phenomenal writer uh she can build videos and presentations she, she's very very talented and very creative with all that kind of stuff and um, I guess I guess I would be considered a creative because of what I do. And uh, here he is creating. And I was just like, man, we're fine. I'm cool. This is we we're both creative people. And we made another creative person. So that made me feel better. I don't have a I don't have a way out of this. What I'm saying right now or a segue but it was just something that crossed my mind the other day. Like, man, we we're not sitting in the same room. We're all on a on a device. But then I just stepped back and looked 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 at it, and I'm like, this is okay. We're happy. We're content. We're with each, we're with with each other, and we're doing something productive. Uh, but to to someone looking in, it might not look like it. It's just people surfing the internet or just on social media or whatever. But that wasn't even the case. So, yeah, I felt better about that. Um, I had a great weekend last weekend I was at the DC Improv with uh, Janelle James and Amina Imani uh, I've been doing comedy 13 years man I think that's the, the first time I opened for two black women uh, I, I worked with Dominique years ago but uh, she had a male op opener but uh, it, it was different and a little bit of insight of what, it, what it's like to be on the other side 
you know, being in a, a male, a female uh, dominated space, you know, but you know what? I have a lot of women in my family, so I get, that doesn't really bother me. But uh, I haven't really emceed at a club in a while, and it, it took me back. Uh, you know, I like I like to serve, so I was doing a lot of running around, getting the you know the white staff. Hey, can we get this in the green room? I like to help people. I like to I like to take care of people, and uh, I gotta say, man, just doing a, a hot ten up top, and just introducing people wasn't bad. It wasn't bad at all. I'm not above it. I appreciate the weekend. I had a lot of fun. Um, Amina was great. Janelle was great. Uh, I had I met her once before, uh, and um, at the knitting factory. And I can't I, I can't lie, man. I was intimidated. People are always like, man, she don't fuck around. She's this, she's that. And I was I was kind of scared, man. She she tore up with Chris Rock, you know. And you, you see her comedy, you, you see her on stuff. You go, man, this 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 woman does not fuck around. Uh, just in, kind of intimidating. I told her that, and she was like, "Why?" I was like, "I don't know, man. Y'all just like get up there, talk shit. It's it's dope, but it's kind of it's kind of intimidating." <laughs> um, but it was but it was really fun, man. I had so much fun. The crowds were great, and uh, she has a great fan base, man. Just a nice mix of white, black, Asian, young, old. It was cool, man. And I, I appreciate all the work that I get, all the crowds that I get in in front of, man. But like. Getting in front of a crowd, a crowd where you feel like, oh man, they they will really really get me, on on multiple levels, and uh, to see you know a lot of black faces in the crowd, man, it, it felt good. I had so much fun, a lot of couples out. It's just I just I just love doing comedy, and I really love doing comedy in DC. DC DC is the shit. I I I gotta give it up to DC. People talk about Atlanta. But I, th I think DC gives Atlanta a run for, a run for its money. I'm sorry, I just don't, they just don't have the cold weather. But as far as like uh, just everything else, man, I, I don't know, man. I don't. I think DC might be hard to beat. But maybe I'm biased because I'm not a huge fan of, of the South. Uh, I know Georgia. I mean Atlanta is way bigger, but I just I don't know, man. I don't think you could beat DC, man. That's one of my. I would say top. Top for me, top three cities. Love DC, man. I wouldn't mind living in DC, but I don't think that's gonna happen. I would, I would love to. Um. Uh. So comedically, great weekend. It was so much fun. I, I've said it several times, but watching Janelle work, um, just back and forth between the shows with the notes and adjusting stuff, and and like just really, she really just doesn't like um. She don't care, man. She say what she, she says what she wants, but she's very um like particular about it. It's not like fuck that. I'm gonna just get up here and just say whatever I want. It's very nuanced. It's very thoughtful. It's it's um meticulously manicured the words that she uses, and I I just respect that. Just the fearlessness to get up there and go. Let's see where this goes. And just trying to find the funny in it, getting the laughs, and even at times go, that's just a thought. You know, it might not be funny now, but it's, it'll be funny soon. I I respect that. I respect that, man. Especially from a headliner, man. That weekend I did at the uh, Sandman, it's fun to get up there and explore. And as long as people have, they have a, overall have a great time, which they did. Uh, I don't I don't think there's anything wrong with taking time out of your set to explore. 
or 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 like uh, have something just not be funny or a couple things not be funny it's like you're exploring you're not getting up there with the idea of like let me just talk for 45 minutes you know you might get off 10 15 minutes of jokes and go let me just talk for a second to see if i can if i can mine something out of that out of this and just to see that multiple multiple times to see it work to see the adjustments get made between shows and come back and make it funnier. Uh, it was it was great to see, man. It was great to see. And it was just like, it, it really just reiterated the fact that like, come on, man, you like, you really need to start taking um, more chances out there. Don't be so afraid. Great weekend, man. I had a lot of fun. So a lot of friends um, without getting into specifics here, we had a weird altercation. Uh, with an individual who followed a, a friend uh, back to another friend's house. Some guy followed a, a, a friend of ours. She was very frightened. Um, and uh, to be honest, it could have gotten ugly. So I'll say this to any comics that listen to this show, man, or just any anybody. Yeah, we have to really watch out with, and uh, take care of each other and protect each other. Especially, man, like the women that come to these shows, if they're a comic, if they're taking pictures, whatever they're doing, if you're a showrunner or whatever, we have to, hey, do you need a do you need a, a, a ride to your car? Do you need me to walk you to your car? Do you need me to walk you to the metro? Depending on, do you need me to walk you to your door? Because there's a lot of weird, creepy people, man. We've all been inside for a, a little over a year. Um, a lot of people have move back home a lot of people have just moved around over the last year you know a, a lot of people are either new to a city they're they're back in their old neighborhoods so you might see people that you might not recognize uh in in your spaces now so we just we have to be very aware of our surroundings and uh help Let's, let's, let's help each other out, man. Let's just take care of each other. Because thank God we were, we were where we were. And we were able to help this person because, well, not me, it, it could have got ugly. <clears throat> this this wasn't just a simple, like, um, somebody was a couple of feet behind me. Th sorry. <clears throat> this person had intent. And uh, they, they took it too far to the point where the, uh, I'll just, the police had to be called. There was there was definitely a major line crossed where um it was scary. That's all I'll say. But thank God we were there. This person's fine. But uh we have to take care of each other. Um guys too, man. If you're a dude and this is like, man, it's like 130. I don't feel like walk. Hey man, would y'all walk me to my car? There's nothing wrong with being afraid, man. Shit happens to everybody, but we definitely want to look out for um uh, the, the women in the in the comedy community, women in, in our family, and, and uh, women in our lives, you know, I, I know we can we we can take a lot of things for granted, and we a lot of times we we'll go, oh, that shit happens to other people, but hey, man, that you know, I'm I'm pretty sure when things go down, people are like, man, I thought this happened to other people. You got to realize you're somebody, you're other people to somebody else. You're not exempt from uh, shitty people having a major impact on your life and, and doing something to you. So we would just have to be aware of your surroundings. I mean, she did all the right things and luckily we, we were there to help, man. So, uh, 
Yeah, that was a very scary moment, man. But overall, great weekend. Um, couple other things I'd like to address and then get out of here. Uh, it, it's it's been it's been an issue for a, a, a very for, for a lot of people. Uh, Simone Biles she dropped out of the Olympics, and she stated that her mental health just wasn't in the place for her to compete. And I've seen, I'm be honest, I, I've seen it from a lot of a lot of people, but a lot of really high profile uh, conservative white dudes, whether you're some type of pundit or um, a lawyers or uh, some type of uh, political personality, they have a lot of shit to say. And this your your regular run of the mill uh, tough guys got a lot of shit to say about how she's an embarrassment to our country. How dare she? She's a quitter. She's this. She's that. I had a conversation with a, a, a fellow comic. Because I tweeted, like, before anybody really gets on Simone Biles and talk about her responsibility as a leader, they really need to take a look in the mirror, saying that she she let her teammates down, and uh, sometimes you just got to suck it up and do what you don't want to do and, and, and do it for the greater good. I've talked about this several times over the last year, haven't I? This is exactly what I'm talking about. This thing of where a certain group of people, they feel like um, – Black people and just people in general owe them in America something, and we don't. Simone Biles owes you nothing. She owes you nothing. And here you are demanding that this woman go out and do this stuff for the greater good. She's letting her teammates down. That's not what a leader does. And for the last four years, they supported somebody like Donald Trump. Yeah, you can roll your fucking eyes all you want. Roll them. Yep. We're talking about it. Roll them, motherfuckers. Because all of a sudden, you know the signs of, of, of good leadership, and you want to talk about sacrificing and doing stuff for the greater good. And again, for you, a lot of y'all for the last year, you wouldn't even wear a mask. You wouldn't social distance. You refused to get a, a vaccine. And you want to talk about not being a, a good teammate? But you put all the onus on everybody else. Everyone else needs to toughen up. You couldn't even wear a mask to Walmart for a half an hour. You've never even, most of you've never even stepped out of your comfort zone in your entire life. You've never put anything on the line like these people, and you're telling them what they should do with their lives, how they should toughen up. How many gold medals do you have? When was the last time you've been to the gym? When was the last time you, you pushed away from, a, from the table and didn't eat something? You are, you're so quick to tell somebody what they need to do the right thing. And when it's when it's you, you want to talk about your rights and what you don't have to do, what you're not obligated to do. No one owes anybody anything. I don't. You can see it when it comes to these billionaires and people wanting their money. They, they don't owe you anything. Simone, Simone Biles doesn't owe anybody anything. She's already what what the most winningest uh, gymnast in in history. What is she, what does she have left to prove? This woman was abused by one of her coaches in the, the team doctor. I mean, and to and, and to not be heard for years about, about that to associate your sexual abuse and your your predator with this sport, and you got to go out here all this pressure. And the thing is, a lot of the, her fans fans we do it too. 
especially with all this stuff going on, all this racial stuff, man, we we put these people on these on these impossible pedestals to achieve things, to be a spokeswoman, a spokesperson for all these different causes. We we hijack people's lives and we put all this pressure on them. The way we break down, oh, look at her flips. She's doing this many, you know, rotations per second and with this force and this. You, you make these people out to be a superhuman. She's a phenomenal athlete, but at the same time, she's a still a young woman, a lady, a tiny person. And we put the weight of the world on their shoulders. And for what? Flips? Sports? And look, I love sports. I think it's 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 a very... Um, playing sports and, and being part of a team, it really it translates into a lot of things in life. And see, when you bring up somebody, when you bring up this uh, uh, DT45... Uh, people want to roll their eyes and go, what does it have to do with anything? It has a lot to do with everything. That's what I tell my buddy. Well, what does it have to do with anything? Hey, coaches talk about generals all the time. All the time. Sports and military, a lot, a lot in common. And we're talking about leadership. Leadership is basically the same across the board. The qualities are going to be the same. The execution will be slightly different depending on what you're doing. But we're looking for the same qualities. Simone Biles didn't go out and blame anybody else. He didn't go out and blame all these other people. Hey, man, I ain't really up to this. And I even tell my buddy, sometimes a leader, they know when to step aside. And he goes, really, this is the spin we're putting on this? This not a spin. Sometimes you have to know, like, hey, I'm a detriment right now. I don't want to be out there. I can't be out there. I can't imagine the pressure to go out in the Olympics and win. And we're talking about, a lot of times, we're talking about teenagers, man. We put pressure on 13 and 14-year-old girls to go out and win medals. For, and for what? I told my wife, in 15, 20, no one's going to care about these fucking medals. Nobody. No one's going to care. I've said this before. Championships, all that shit is overrated. And I'm not saying not be a good teammate. But at the end of the day, it's about securing capital. Being, yeah, being happy. Of course, if you, you're in sports, you're, you're competitive and you want to win. You do. But I can't fault people who, who for those who don't want to give up money, who don't want, they don't want to, I don't, I don't blame them. That's their life. Because once that sport is done, that's it. No one's going to care. Also, I've seen videos recently of, of like a, a past gymnast saying like, hey, I went out there when I didn't feel like it. And this is what happened to me. I mean, these, these women are breaking toes, feet, uh, vertebrae at young ages, man. And are, are we around to help them through that recovery? No, we're not. We're not. These football players with the CET, are we going to be there for them? When these guys are in their 30s, I mean, 40s, Brett Favre said sometimes he forgets who some of his family members are. We're, are we Are we around Brett Favre right now? No, we're not. we don't give a fuck about Brett Favre. Why? Because he's not throwing uh, cross field passes off the wrong foot. 
between two defenders right now. So we don't give a shit about Brett Favre. You see it all the time. You see at these football games, they wheel these guys out, these big dudes, wheeled out in wheelchairs because their knees are shot. Someone's scar tissue, their hands are gnarled. I mean, they can, they're hobbled. These guys are in their 40s and 50s. Their memories are shot. Their bodies are shot. And we're watching like, who the fuck is this guy? Oh, that, that guy, he was on the 79. He was on the 84. He was on this. No one remembers that shit. No one. No one. We put too much emphasis on that. Did we forget people who have done great things as far as like moving our society forward? War, like war heroes. Politicians who actually got shit done. Abolitionists. You think we're going to remember some a, 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 a run-of-the-mill football player? No. There's a lot of great players we forget about. How those sports that I don't I don't have I know nothing about, but some famous bowler could walk into a Denny's and somebody go, oh my God, that's Sam Jenkins, that guy who bowled 400, 300 games in a row. I have no idea who that guy is. At some point in time, man, your accomplishments kind of get forgotten. That's just the way the world works, man. That's the way it works. And the people are starting to ask themselves, is it worth it? Michael Jordan wouldn't have gave up. In the, you've never given up anything. Anything. Again, you will not wear a mask. You will not get a vaccine. You, will, you hate the social distancing thing. But you have the nerve to call somebody else an embarrassment. They're not tough. How many of these? How, dude, there were people walking around with these fake I can't wear a mask cards. Because they hurt their face. Really? Have you watched some of these videos of these uh, gymnasts face planting on a balance beam? A fucking coming down and their goddamn knee snaps or their ankle snaps. But we're so we're so quick to tell other people what they have to do, what they should be doing, what's the right thing to do. But when it's your turn, you're like, ah, well, well basically, I really, technically, uh, actually, uh, you got every excuse in the world. She owes no one anything, and I think people are starting to realize the same thing with Naomi Osaka. She was like, you know what, I'm out. I'm not feeling up to this, and I understand. Look, if you were actually genuine and righteous in this and you really care, I would say, you know what? I understand what, what you're saying. We do want to teach our kids to be resilient. We do want to teach our kids to push through. That's, that's, there's a, that's a thin line. It's a thin line. But I, I really, I, I'm getting to the age now, if you really feel like your mental health is at risk, it ain't worth it, man. It ain't worth it. I just, we just watched we just watched Giannis push through. To me, that's pushing through. And I and I get sometimes, yeah, you can you can push through with a little with a little knee injury or something like the you know, something like that. Yeah. But if you feel like you're about to put your career or your or your mentals on the line for something that really don't matter, hey man, sometimes you gotta step away from shit, man. And ask yourself, is it really important? But people look at all the glamour and the glitz and they go, man, you can't walk away from this shit. Dave Chappelle walked away. 
See, and that's the thing, man. We talk a lot about um, making money in this country. You want to make money, you want to make money, 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 money. And the thing is, they want a lot of us focused on that shit because there's a there's a group of people in this country. They love to see people sell out for money when you when you no longer have any more morals and you and you're selling it for money. People love that shit because they know you have a price. They know you have a price. They know you really won't stand for anything. They go, cool. We can basically do and say what we want. As long as this motherfucker's getting money, hey, we can just, we can comment. We can do what, say whatever we want. As long as they're getting $20, $30 million a year, we can make these weird anti-black uh, statements. Hey, you're getting money. But now guess what? People are pushing back. They go, you know what? I'm not, I'm not, being, I'm not going to be a part of this. I don't care how much the purse is. I don't care how much I'm getting paid. I don't like what you stand for or what this organization stands for, which I'm doing. I don't want to be a part of it. And it bothers people. It bothers them seeing, especially young black people go, you know what? This ain't worth it. And it makes them mad, too, because now they're not making money off of Naomi Osaka. They're not making money off Simone Biles. See, they want you to become amoral so you can do all this shit and make them money. Meanwhile, hey, man, I have principles. I don't believe in that. I think we should be able to say da 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 Yep. When it comes to us, hey, man, you got to keep your mouth quiet. We don't want to hear about Black Lives Matter. We don't want to hear about uh, inequality. We don't want to hear about this. Just play sports. Just do what you're supposed to do. Just do your job. No one wants to hear from you. But let a Tim Tebow wear a, a, a Jesus shirt or want to pray during a touchdown after a touchdown. Hey, man, he's an American. He should have the right to express himself. This is America. If these black guys can say this, that, the third, how come a white guy can't wear a MAGA shirt? How come we can't say? That's what they, that's what, that's, that's what they want you. They're going to tell you to be quiet, but the athletes that look like them, that say the shit that they believe in, you best believe they're going to support them tooth and nail. All of a sudden, them being at work, that's not an issue. He's an American. He can express himself. Why can't he wear that? Why can't he do this? But when it's us, hey, man, you need to stick to your job. Nobody wants to hear what's going on, uh, you know, in your personal life, what you think politically, what you think socially. No one wants to hear that. You're a role model. You got to remember that. You got to stay down, the, stay down the, the middle of the road. They want you to really not have any opinions on anything. They want you to say, hey, man, I just play ball, man. I ain't got no opinions on that because they know that money. That's all we got to give him is a few dollars and he'll shut up. We can do and say what we want. But guess what? They're realizing, you know, what? we have the power and that bothers people. That bothers people. Not only does it bother people who are involved, who are going to make as much. It really bothers people in middle America who feel like <laughs> things were handed to us. This guy is being catered to. You know, people who are struggling to make ends meet. They, you know, they they want to blame LeBron James. They want to blame all these athletes. They want to blame uh, other people for taking their jobs or why they can't have this and why they can't say that. Why they can't do X, Y, and Z. They just they look at young black athletes and entertainers and see that they're living a better life than them and it really makes them mad.
it makes them mad because where they live at, they got a, they live in a pretty nice little area. You know, they can look down on people, but then you see these young, rich black people saying what the fuck they want, and they have M's in the bank, it really pisses them off. They I I they hate to see it. The motherfuckers hate seeing rich black people that speak their mind and will not be controlled by um corporations. I love it. I love to see it. And with that being said, that's a show. That's the show. I'm out. Peace.